Hello everybody and welcome to something slightly different. This isn't a review. I haven't watched a film and now I'm going to talk about it. It's quite the opposite in fact. I haven't watched the film but I'm still going to talk about it. So what I'm thinking is I'm going to start this new kind of sub-series where I talk about every once in a while. It won't be a weekly upload. It won't be that frequent. Maybe once a month. Maybe once every couple of weeks. I'm not sure yet but I'm going to talk about films that I'm extremely anticipated for. So I'm going to try and think of a catchy name like Anticipation Avenue. I don't know. I don't know what to call it yet, but that's besides the point. Right now I'm going to be delving into a film I'm looking forward to seeing in the coming weeks. There won't be spoilers because obviously I haven't seen it, but there may be spoilers about things that happen in the trailers. So if you're avoiding the trailers and if you don't really want to know anything about the film, if you don't want to hear me talk about it, if you just want to go in blank, which I'm aware so many people do, even I do for most films, but right now I've just got so much built up energy that I have to talk about this film. And today's episode, we're going to be talking about Marvel's new film coming out in September, Shang-Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings, because I keep seeing trailers for this before films, so before the Suicide Squad we saw a trailer for this, and it just looks insane, it looks so damn good, and I could not be more excited for this film. Even though he's a character before this announcement for the film, I had never heard of, I've never really been interested in. The way this film looks and what it's representing, I'm here for it. I'm so excited to see it. And I'm really building up my anticipation. I'm scared because every single time I build a film up, chances are it's not going to live up to those expectations. But I'm confident this film is going to be so fun and so enjoyable. So yeah, fingers crossed when it comes out. Well, fingers crossed it does come out in September because at the moment so many films are now starting to get delayed again. So tragically, Clifford the Big Red Dog <laughs> isn't coming out at Christmas time anymore because that's been delayed. So yeah, let's hope and pray over the next few weeks everything stays the same and we get to see Shang-Chi in the cinema, which is the most important thing. I don't mind if they just move it to a Disney Plus release because I just want to see the film, but I really want to see it at the cinema. So 3rd of September, I believe it's coming out. Let's just make sure we can get there and watch it, and it's an amazing film. So yeah, this little, I don't know what to call it, it's not a review, this little in-depth preview, I'm going to call it a preview. Well, I wonder if I can think of a catchy name to do with preview. All right, I'm going to think about it later, and I'll come back to it at the end. So this is going to be a preview about an upcoming film. I'll be talking about my opinions of it, whether I'm excited for it. I'll be talking about the trailers. I'll be talking about as much as I can. But like I said, there won't be any spoilers because I can't look into the future. I don't know what's going to happen. So there isn't a massive spoiler warning, but there's a blanket spoiler warning if you want to just go in blind, which I'm aware so many people do. Let's get right into it. This is going to be Shang-Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings, my preview analysis. First things first, I'm so, so, so excited to see a completely different culture expressed in this Marvel Universe. Because we've had everything. We've had classic Americans, we've had Norse mythology, we've had the Wakandans with Black Panther. And now we're finally getting some proper Asian representation in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. I'm excited to see where this goes and the possibilities that could be opened up from this and what they could actually go down in the film itself. It's going to be wild because the Ten Rings, we've already seen the Ten Rings before, specifically to do with Iron Man and how when he was captured right in the very first movie, the organisation that holds him hostage are the Ten Rings. So he's now developing the material and the weapons for the Ten Rings. And now could this link into Shang-Chi? 
are we going to see that what Iron Man did has set up everything for this? That could be insane if they actually do that. I think there's going to be some sort of higher power going on because the Ten Rings themselves from the trailer, they look like insanely powerful objects and I've got no idea where they came from, how they work. It seems like a cross between Wakandan technology and the Infinity Stones because they keep just transforming and shooting out laser things. I don't know what's going on, but they look amazing and I would never have expected the Ten Rings to actually be a weapon. I always just thought the Ten Rings was the symbol, it was just a logo, it was a metaphor essentially. I just thought, yeah, Ten Rings, that's like any old organisation. But no, these Ten Rings are actually weapons. I'm excited to see where that goes. So already, I'm sold on this film. I'm just thinking, they've already defied my expectations. I cannot wait to see what else could be defied in this film. So with the Ten Rings, I'm pretty sure there's going to be some conflict and there's going to be a case of... Shang-Chi trying to get them off of his father and his father wanting him to go down this same route but he's using it for negative energy so there's obviously going to be some conflict there and maybe at the end of the film this is just me purely speculating I have no idea if this is actually gonna happen but maybe they'll just call it quits and just separate with five rings each so it'll be Shang-Chi and the five rings that's what it will be <laughs> no I have no idea I have no idea but what I can hope for is that by the end of the film, or by at least some point in the film, the Ten Rings are going to be used for good and Shang-Chi could use them as his powers from now on. I don't know what Shang-Chi's powers actually are, that's the thing. He's obviously a martial arts expert, but does he have any proper powers? Like, does he fly? Well, I know he doesn't fly, but do maybe the Ten Rings heighten senses and heighten powers? I'm interested to see that because it seems like it could be similar to how the Captain America Super Soldier serum works. It heightens everything, whether it's good, whether it's bad. If you're good, it will make you great. If you're bad, it will make you evil. So will these Ten Rings work in a similar way? And every single power that somebody already has, they can benefit through using the Ten Rings more. I'm not sure. It's going to be interesting to see the angle they go on. It could just be a literal weapon that they just blast shockwaves and stuff. I don't know. It could be could be just that. But either way, from the way the trailer sets it out and from the way the CGI looks for these rings, it looks amazing. It looks so good. It looks so unique. I'm so excited to see them in action. I do hope we haven't seen all of their action in the trailers because that would be a little bit disappointing. But even still, the way they are used in the trailers, it's going to be just as fun to see in the actual film. And speaking of the trailers, there's something that I notice in the trailers that's just, it makes my heart so happy. And I don't even know how to properly describe it because I don't know what is actually going on. But the way the camera lingers on certain frames and certain scenes, it's just, it's gorgeous. It really is gorgeous because so many films, they don't let the camera breathe. This is what I've been trying to think of. It's letting the camera breathe and letting scenes just play out because so many films will cut here, cut there, cut everywhere just to try and make it seem fast paced and exciting. But what the camera does in the trailers for this, something will happen. So there's a shot in particular when Shang-Chi is a child and he's being forced to train. And he's getting whipped on the back by this masked bad guy who I'm not sure who he is, but he looks dope. The mask looks amazing. And as he gets whipped, the camera sort of just judders ever so slightly in action with the whip. But then it doesn't cut because usually a film would cut right there 
as soon as an impact happens, it would cut. And it's so frustrating when that happens because you don't see the full impact of something. But with this, the way it's shot, the camera judders slightly, but as he whips, the camera still stays on him. It still lingers on that shot and everything just feels like it can breathe. It feels slowed down yet somehow sped up at the same time. It's glorious. And I know so many people are never going to notice this. They're not even going to care for it. But to me, this means so much because it just feels like I can breathe. And oh my God, I, I honestly don't know how to talk about it. I don't know how to describe it. All I know is this feeling that it gives me is just so warm and so full of energy. I love it. I love it so much. The same thing happens in the most recent featurette little trailer that's been released when his friend played by Aquafina, who I'm really excited to see in this film as well, because she's having a great year, just coming off the back of Raya and the Last Dragon earlier in the year, so she's obviously working with Disney this year. I'm really excited to see her in the film, but she asks where his shirt is, and he just puts his arms up and he shrugs his shoulders, and the way the camera lingers on that shot, it just it doesn't cut. It's amazing. You just see everything. Some people may think it holds on it for too long. For me, it's perfect. It's such a good amount of time to linger on these types of shots because people are going to probably notice and say the directing, which is done by Destin Daniel Cretton, who's coming off the back of Just Mercy last year. He did Short Term 12. He's done some great films and I'm excited to see how his indie work represents within Shang-Chi. So yeah, I'm pretty sure people are going to notice and say his directing style is a bit off and it feels a bit like it's holding on these shots for too long, it isn't, it really isn't, it's only because we've been so used to seeing shots that cut instantly, and we haven't been able to see the camera breathe, now when we do see it be able to breathe, it sticks out, and it's amazing, and it's so, 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 so good, I love it, I love it so much, I'm really excited to see all the fight sequences, because I'm pretty sure we're going to get so many longer held takes, we're not going to have it cut instantly, we're not going to have it really choppily edited there may be a few times which i'm understanding especially after watching black widow i'm not holding out much hope to see smoother fights however at the same time i am because from what we've seen in the trailers already and from what we know of the director he is going to be bringing something very special to it and honestly i'm so partial to martial arts in films it's just so exciting to see it feels like a big year for martial arts on film as well because you've had mortal combat we're getting snake eyes in a couple of weeks now we're getting Shang-Chi. It's a big time for martial arts in films, and especially in Western films, which is kind of annoying because I'd rather watch them done in better Asian-made films rather than just Hollywood films trying to replicate that because films such as The Raid, those Indonesian films, they're so good and so well made, and you can definitely tell when Hollywood tries to copy that because it doesn't quite feel the same. And even though it can be still enjoyable, and I still do enjoy the likes of Mortal Kombat, and I'm absolutely going to enjoy the martial arts in this film, but you can definitely tell when they're trying to copy something rather than make it their own, and it tends to be with the editing. So I really hope that what this film does, which seems promising from the clips we've seen of it, I hope that it lets the camera linger, and I hope we see scenes play out fully without the need to cut as much as it can. So I'm really excited to see that and I am apprehensive, but I'm optimistic at the same time. So honestly, I'm just excited. I'm so excited. I think the main topic of discussion is going to be whether this is a good film for representation or whether it's just an average film that happens to be showcasing an underseen representation in films. So I'm thinking 
is this going to be the same backlash that happened with Black Panther when people said it was just representation for the sake of it? Which it isn't. Okay, everybody says that is wrong. It isn't. It's such a good film just in general. It doesn't matter that it's representing black background, which we hadn't seen before in these types of films, because while that was amazing to see, the film itself was just generally great. It's such a stunning movie, and the fact that it is representing backgrounds that we haven't seen before, that's just a massive added bonus. It's not a ploy by Marvel to attract more audiences. I know some could see that, but it isn't. It really isn't. And the same with this film, because we haven't seen anything properly like this before. I'm trying to think of a single other Marvel film we've seen that will be like this. There just isn't. He doesn't fly around with a big hammer. He doesn't have a shield. He isn't a billionaire with loads of flying iron suits that he can use. He's Shang-Chi with his martial arts skills and the Ten Rings and however that's going to play into it. And with family issues and the fight scenes themselves. There's one in particular on a bus which just seems great because we're seeing these types of action sequences that are just so casual. They're not big set pieces. Even though they are, they're not big fate of the world set pieces. It's just on a public transport which is rarely seen. We've seen a couple of them but nothing to the extent of this. You know, this seems like he is literally just traveling on a bus and then gets attacked and then he has the fight on the bus. That looks great. Whereas other films incorporate these public transport aspects and smaller scale issues just midway through big scenes. So you had Avengers Age of Ultron with the train sequence. The whole fight scene is just going on through a city in South Korea, but then it happens to be a train in the middle of the sequence. You know, this just feels so much more grounded and so much more... I don't want to say relatable because nobody's properly getting into these weird ass fights with some guy with a massive sword hand on buses, but sometimes this could happen. Maybe, I don't know, probably never going to happen, but I mean, look at Nobody just a couple of months ago. You had that bus sequence fight as well. That was amazing. That's one of the best. And now I'm worried because that bus sequence could be one of the best fight scenes of the year. But then if this movie comes out and it's an even better bus fight scene, then I feel bad for Nobody like not nobody the film nobody i don't feel bad for nobody i just feel bad for the film nobody because i already thought that was gonna win it but yeah evidently not but we'll see i'm just so excited for this film i'm excited to see how simu liu plays shang chi because i haven't seen him in a lot of other things before he's in a tv show called kim's convenience but i haven't watched that yet and so i'm excited to see marvel take a risk on a little guy because it's funny how he literally tweeted Marvel a few years ago saying, are we going to talk or what about Shang-Chi? And now fast forward to all these years later and he's actually playing him. He's getting his own movie. It's not even like we're going to see him in a different film beforehand. This is actually new because every other character we've seen get their own film. Chances are we've seen them pop up in a different film before. So Spider-Man, he's in Civil War before. Black Panther's in Civil War before. All of these characters that we know and love, we've seen them introduced as a side character first. But this Shang-Chi film, this is his big break. This is the first time we're seeing him step foot in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. This is a big moment and I'm so excited to see that because they must be confident in the representation, in the directing, in the acting. They must be confident in every aspect to properly give him this screen time and to give him this chance and get the big break he needs in such a big film. So I'm really excited that as we enter phase four of the cinematic universe that Marvel have created, they're going for these different angles. We've got Eternals coming out in November. We've got a Miss Marvel TV series coming out at the end of the year, hopefully, too. 
And now we've got Shang-Chi, and he's going to pave the way for these different films, the likes of which we would never have seen just over 10 years ago, when the Marvel Cinematic Universe first started. Think of it this way, you had Iron Man delving into the Ten Rings back in 2008, and yet how come Shang-Chi wasn't mentioned, how come he wasn't referenced explicitly? It's because Marvel couldn't take that risk then, and it pains me that taking a risk is also known as showcasing and representing an underseen minority on screen. Because making the lead character of a film a woman should not be a risk, making the lead character of a film Asian should not be a risk, making the lead character of a film black should never be a risk. None of this should be a risk to take, but it has been for so long, and it's annoying, but I'm so glad that things are properly changing now, because this is the way forwards, and I want to see these different stories being told, because say Black Panther, that story could never be told from a white perspective. We just couldn't see that. It worked in that way because that's the story it had to tell. This Shang-Chi, if this was just a white American guy going to China and having this background, I've already seen that in The Great Wall and it's shocking. Matt Damon in that film, Jesus Christ, it's just, it's not good. It's probably just extremely racist. I don't even know if he's American. I don't know what accent he does in that film, but it's trash. So I don't want to see these stories of just white American or English actors going into this background and pretending they know all about it when they know absolutely nothing. This film is the film we deserve to see. You've got almost a fully Asian cast and it just looks extremely fun and different. And the styles used in the trailers, all the outfits look amazing, all the weird airbending techniques used. I'm so excited to see that because it just looks so beautiful and crafted so well. This film is going to be special. I'm calling it now. This film is going to be special. It's going to catch everybody off guard. Except for me, of course, because I'm anticipating this. But what I mean is, it's going to catch everybody off guard. Because nobody's expecting a proper great film. We're expecting a good film. Because, let's be real, Marvel rarely disappoints. Except for Black Widow. But still, they rarely disappoint. And usually, whenever they try and showcase something we haven't seen before, it works. It works every time. Even though there's quite a bit of backlash. But there's backlash to everything. You can't make anything nowadays without somebody being opposed to it. It's just the way the world works. So with this film, yes, there are going to be haters, but I'm willing to bet the majority of people are going to be extremely surprised at how good this film is. That's just my opinion anyway, and I'm hoping I'm not wrong. I really hope I'm not wrong about this. I don't want to make any big, bold statements saying that if this film is what I think it's going to be, then it will be one of my favourite Marvel films. It might be, but I don't want to make such a big, brash statement because it could blow up in my face, and it could be a good film, but because I'm hyping myself up too much, it risks that greatness category. I'm just going to go in as level-headed as I can, despite the fact every single time I see the trailer I get goosebumps, and I just think, this is amazing, this is so good. The thing is, before The Suicide Squad, I was extremely excited for the film. I'm talking about The Suicide Squad, I was extremely excited for that. And then we saw the trailer for Shang-Chi before it, and I I was just, I was in awe. I was in awe. And for the rest of the film, all I could properly think about, <laughs> all I could think about was watching that trailer again and being ready for that film. And it's annoying because when I went to see Black Widow, we saw the Suicide Squad trailer before it, and I was thinking, that trailer's better than this film. And now I'm worried I was thinking the Shang-Chi trailer is better than the Suicide Squad film. But it's not, because the Suicide Squad I enjoyed. But the trailer, it just... Yeah. 
it, it's good. It's a good trailer. Even though I love just going into films as blind as I can. I didn't even watch all of the Suicide Squad trailers. I skipped the main trailers release for that. I only saw a couple of the teasers that they showed in the cinemas. And then that surprised me seeing the film because it was great. But this time round, it's usually with Marvel films. I just can't avoid the trailers because they're just so built up and so exciting and so well done. The Eternals trailer is tremendous, but this trailer is just, it's breathtaking. It's so good. And every single thing they release after it, whether it's the little featurettes, whether it's a little clip, it just looks so good. It looks so, so good. Another thing from the trailers, which I just, I like because I'm not sure of what is going on. I don't know what order of things it's going to be in the film. I don't know when things are going to take place. I don't know what's going to happen before what. I'm pretty blind on how it's all going to work and what the actual structure of the film is going to be. And I like that because other films you could probably tell from the trailer what's going to happen where. You can see where the main fight scene is going to happen. You can see where it's going to start. I can't tell with this film. I, I don't know what's going on with this film. I don't know how it's going to end. I don't know where the final fight scene is going to take place. I don't know what's going to happen. I'm really blind on it all. And I like that aspect because I, I want to be surprised. And I want everybody to be surprised. And I always want to be surprised by this thing. But sometimes you can't help but notice how things are actually going to play out. But for this, I really don't know. I'm pretty sure we're going to get some flashbacks. It could start with a flashback maybe. And then... At the end of the flashback, that's when the Marvel Studios logo will come up. Because I'm pretty sure that could happen. That shouldn't really be that much of a surprise. But it could be something completely different. It could be backstories happening later on. I'm not sure. I really don't know. But I'm excited to see it. I'm slightly apprehensive that there's a couple of scenes in the trailer that look like they could be from a final battle of sorts. And the CGI looks like it could get into territory that was reminiscent in Black Panther when the ending just sort of gets a bit merged in the whole PlayStation 3 graphics-esque CGI but I'm hoping they've learnt from those mistakes and it's not just going to turn into a big CGI mess. So yeah I'm excited, I'm apprehensive but yeah I'm just so excited, I'm so excited. And yeah okay this is a slight spoiler for the trailer if you want to skip forward about a minute I'll be off of it by then but are we going to see Fing Fang Foom in this film? Are we going to see the big dragon, Fing Fang Foom? Because there's a scene in the trailer when he's underwater and he's clearly looking like he's about to communicate with this big dragon type thing. Is that Fing Fang Foom? Are we actually going to see Fing Fang Foom in the Marvel Cinematic Universe? I'm not sure. I do not know. I'm excited because if we do, that would be insane. Because you saw like a poster. I remember seeing a poster for Fing Fang Foom very briefly. And I think it was Iron Man 2 during a chase sequence, is this going to be Fing Fang Foom? Oh, I don't know. That would be insane. That would be so good. Anyway, spoilers over. Yeah, we can come back now. Another thing I want to talk about is all the elements, because we see some, like, air bending. We see some water bending type thing. Is this going to be, like, a live-action Avatar done right, to an extent? Is this going to be the cross between Avatar, Mortal Kombat, and something like Enter the Dragon or something? Because that would be crazy that would actually be insane i'm really excited to see where it's going to go with all these aspects because it doesn't look like even though it's a grounded story it doesn't look like it's skimping out on just being this magical weirdly wonderful film it really does look like it's going to be this special event film because the scene in the trailer when there's water going all around them and it's just floating it just looks i don't know what's going on i really don't know what's going on but 
the way it's framed, everything just looks amazing. It, it just looks so gorgeous. It really looks gorgeous. Everything in the scenery, in the background, it just looks amazing. The fight sequences look like they take place in some beautiful landscapes, and I'm excited to see where in the world they actually are going to be. It looks like maybe they are going back to China for one aspect, but that again, that could just be a flashback. So I'm not too sure where it is, when it is, how it is. I don't know when it's set, that's the thing. I do not know when it's set, and that's what I'm intrigued to know about the most. Because where has Shang-Chi been throughout the entire cinematic universe? So I'm excited to see how that's going to work, because I'm pretty sure Marvel are going to find a way of making this fit in extremely well. So I'm not worried about that at all. But I am curious to see how it fits into everything. Because I would have loved to have seen this character before. I would have loved to have seen this ages ago. But I'm so glad we've seen him now. The fact that... Okay, the fact that this film was due to come out after The Eternals. But they bumped The Eternals right back a year. From last November to this November. And now they've moved Shang-Chi in front of it. The fact they've done that. That's a brave move to make. And that's why I'm feeling that they are confident with this film. But at the same time, my worry for Marvel is they're releasing too much content in a short amount of time to maintain a really high standard. Because the way Marvel films came out before, prior to the pandemic, everything was well spaced out. There was usually at least four or five months in between films, a couple of films every year, maximum of three. This year, this year we've had so much, we've had about five TV shows by the end of it. So we had WandaVision, Loki, Falcon and the Winter Soldier. We're due to have Hawkeye and Miss Marvel premiere before the end of the year. We've also got the What If animated series coming out in a couple of weeks. So that's what, six shows? Yeah, that's six shows. And we've got Black Widow, Shang-Chi, Eternals, Spider-Man. I don't want to count Venom 2 because it's not proper cinematic universe, but still, we've got at least four films, five if you count Venom, that's four films, six shows, all in the space of a year. That's a lot. That is a lot of content. And even though so far the majority has been fine, well, you had WandaVision and Falcon, which were great. Loki was fine, but the last episode was phenomenal. Black Widow was rubbish, so that's one down. So I'm worried there's got to be something else that's probably going to be a bit duff maybe what if maybe that'll be great i don't know that could surprise me maybe the hawkeye series maybe it's not going to be as great as i'm hoping it is i'm excited for it but i'm just thinking maybe it'll be too much like both black widow and falcon and the winter soldier which we've seen both this year so i'm worried that there's going to be something not quite up to their standards especially when they've had so many films come out not to mention the fact that we've got doctor strange next march Thor next May. This short amount of time that they're releasing everything in, it's crazy. I realise that they had to delay everything because of the pandemic, but still, are they going to maintain such a high standard that they've earned over the past decade? I'm not 100% sure. I'm really not, and I want them to. I want them to. I'm a believer, and I want them to, but at the same time, I'm a realist, and let's look at the real picture here. The chances are it might not all work. But Shang-Chi, I'm hopeful, is going to be one that really works and works well. I'm just so excited for that film. I cannot contain my excitement for it. I really, really can't. It's just, it's just the camera work. The main thing is the camera work. I don't know how to talk about it. I, I just don't know what the correct term is to describe it. It just... Ah, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. 
Honestly, I wish I knew because I wish I knew the correct terminology of how to express this because it clearly isn't just letting the camera breathe. Maybe it is. Maybe that's what I'm using right. But that's the only way I can describe it, because when I can breathe watching something, that means the camera is breathing at the same time. So I'm just thinking it's looking slow. It's looking mellow. It's looking amazing. It's looking so, so amazing. But like I said, I'm extremely partial to this type of thing, like 1917 just a complete one take movie that's just mesmerizing to me and even though I know this film is going to be far from a one take and probably not have many of them in it that's completely fine but but I'm talking about the shots and the way they are framed the way they are held it lingers it's just it's gorgeous it's absolutely gorgeous if you have watched the trailers go back and watch them again because you will know what I mean you will understand what I mean because fight scenes are allowed to just play out before they cut and when they do cut, it cuts to another great angle, which is exactly the type of thing you want. You don't want it to be choppy, choppy, choppy. You want it to be from a perfect shot to another perfect shot. And it, oh my God, it just looks great. It just looks so good. So yeah, if you have watched it, go back and watch it again. You will know what I mean. You will understand. It's just hard to describe what the actual term is other than letting the camera breathe, which I'm pretty sure that is not a term ever, but it's my term. I'm going to call it my term. And that is the best way I'm going to describe the film. So when I watch the film in September, providing it actually does get released, when I watch it in my review, you will probably just hear a lot of letting the camera breathe, just like there is in this. But I can't help it. I really can't help it because there are so many films nowadays that annoy me because of how they're filmed, how they're shot, how they're edited. This film looks like it deserves praising already and I haven't even seen it. I am aware that trailers can completely manipulate how a film actually seems and it could be completely different in the actual film itself. However, this is one thing I am hopeful for and I am getting excited scarily. I am worried to be this excited about something, but I'm just running with it. I am running with it because I want everybody to feel excited by something. If you are excited by something, just let it out. Just be excited. Be hopeful. Just go crazy. It doesn't matter if it doesn't live up to your expectations because the excitement that you feel for something deserves to be had. And it deserves to be expressed. Don't let anybody tell you you shouldn't be excited for something, even though I know and I keep telling myself so much every day I should not be getting this excited for stuff because, yeah, chances are I will be disappointed. But then again, I just don't care because I would rather be disappointed in the end of it, but still have had that excitement beforehand than just suppress how I feel about something in favour of pleasing other people or pleasing my own doubtful self-conscious. I don't know. I would just rather be excited about stuff because when you're excited about things, the feeling you get is just so much better. And chances are it is going to affect how you actually watch a film or how you watch anything, how you do anything. If you're excited about something before it even happens, chances are you will enjoy it even more or it will be an even bigger letdown. But most of the time it is, you're enjoying it more. And I want people to enjoy it. I, I want to enjoy it. I want to enjoy it so much. And I feel like I am, because I'm enjoying this trailer so much, and I keep watching it on repeat. Every time I go to the cinema and I see it, I just think, oh my god, it's like I'm being pummeled straight back into my seat, and I'm just thinking, what? What is going on? This is amazing. It really surprised me, because even though I enjoyed the trailer having watched it before going to the cinema, seeing it on the big screen, feeling it through the massive speakers, just being in that atmosphere and seeing the trailer again, it was breathtaking, it was pretty special, it was really something else. And now, every time I watch it since, 
I can't help but feel like I'm transported right back to that moment and I'm enjoying it just as much again and again. So all in all, I think I'm going to wrap this up here. I still don't know what to call it, but this has just been the first in a not so frequent series of Kieran's hotly anticipated films and what I'm looking forward to seeing. So yeah, Shang-Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings, latest Marvel film. It's coming out in cinemas September the 3rd, as far as I'm aware. Could get delayed. It better not get delayed. It better not get... If it gets delayed, I'm going to be fuming. I really will. I'm already annoyed that The Green Knight has been pulled from its UK release indefinitely. Like, when is that film coming out now? That was one of my most anticipated films of the year, and now it's just gone. It's just gone from the slate. It's already been released in America, so whoop de do for them, but what about me? What about us? When are we going to get it? When are we going to get it? Anyway, Shang-Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings. I'm still thinking it's going to end with Shang-Chi and the Legend of the Five Rings. They're going to throw a massive curveball. <laughs> they won't do that. But I just can't wait for this film. I cannot wait for this film. And I hate how Marvel does this to me because even films I don't think I'm going to be excited for, I end up getting extremely excited for. Black Panther I wasn't the biggest fan of after Civil War. Then the trailers for his film came out and I was just thinking, oh my god, this looks good. Then I saw the film and I thought, this is good. This is extremely good. And now he's one of my favourite characters. So I'm pretty sure Shang-Chi, he's already one of my favourite characters and I haven't even seen it. But once I do see it, I'm pretty confident he's going to turn into one of my favourites very quickly. Because whatever he brings to the table, it just looks different and I'm pretty sure it is going to be different. And... I, I'm just a huge martial arts fan. I'm a huge, huge, huge martial arts fan. And there is going to be some amazing choreography in this film. I just know it. I just know it. There are some things you know and there are some things you can hope for. And this I know. The choreography, the directing, the performances for the fight scenes are just going to be great. They're going to be so good. And I cannot wait. I cannot wait to see it. I cannot wait for others to see it. I cannot wait for this film to just be out. Yeah, I feel like I could be at the cinema a lot once that film comes out. So yeah, fingers crossed it is just as good as I hope it is, as it looks. Could be a massive letdown, it better freaking not be. So yeah, this has been, shall I call it Anticipation Avenue? I'm either going to call it Anticipation Avenue or I'm just going to call it Here's my anticipated film of the month. You know, even though it doesn't come out until September and we've just started August. Yeah, I, I don't know. Anyway, this has just been a little teaser of my anticipation towards Shang-Chi. I hope everybody else is excited for this. If you are, let me know. I don't know how to let me know, but just, you know, text me, email me, whatever. Just let me know. I'm interested to see if other people are just as excited about this film or if they're thinking it just looks like another Marvel film trying to get a different branch of representation checked off the list but I hope people aren't like that I really do because this just looks different and it looks so good it looks so fresh anyway yeah I'm done simping over this film comes out in September everybody go watch it let's make it earn a billion if it earns a billion I'm expecting this film to earn maybe 600 million worldwide probably just over that half a billion mark I'm hoping it is a massive success and it does cross a billion, but I think especially now with the current climate of people going to the cinema and I think how Black Widow underperformed, I think it may just cross that half a billion mark, but it could be a colossal success over in China and other Asian countries because of the representation. So in that case, maybe it could cross a billion in China alone. <laughs> you know, I'm not sure. But yeah, I'm excited. Everybody else should be too. 
Shang-Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings, directed by Destin Daniel Cretton, starring Simu Liu, Tony Leung, Aquafina, and Michelle Yeoh. Put it in your calendars, support the industry, support Asian representation. We need to see more of this. It's already been a great year for it, but we need to see more. So yeah, that's been Shang-Chi. This has been You Can't Handle the Truth, colon, Anticipation Avenue. I've been Kieran, and I'll see you in the next episode of You Can't Handle the Truth.